is the Todd and Friends podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergaff. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast uh, once again today. We're out on the golf course as this is airing on KWLM for the third annual KWLM Pro-Am the last two years. Mike Grimm has been able to join us, uh, but he has uh, commitments to the Golden Gophers on this particular day as we kind of we kind of find a day that fits within the MGA schedule for Pro-Ams and so forth. So that's why the date floats a little bit on us, Grimmer. And unfortunately, you've got a commitment uh, to the Gophers. Another guy who's had a long commitment to the Gophers is Gable Stevenson, and he's decided to continue that uh, commitment. Uh, I'm sure there's nobody happier than Gopher wrestling fans right now. Yeah, assuming that that gets finalized, there's still some uh, there's still some some things I think that have to happen there. But I think the uh, the Gophers are certainly going to uh, welcome him back. As Mark Coyle had his uh, you know he did a statement on it uh, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, but he has we we all we all knew he had a year left um, if he wanted to use it. A lot of people assume that he would not. Um, but I think he got the itch again when he won the world championship last year. I don't think there's any doubt about it. he wants to do uh, the Olympics again, which time flies. It's already coming up again. We're, you know, we're ready for another Olympics here. Um, it, it seems like it was just yesterday that he was winning that, that gold medal in that last second match. So um, with all of that going on, I think it just fit his schedule to say, look, um, I need to train. I need to get ready for the Olympics um, let's do um, let's do another year. So I don't think it's final just yet. I think the uh, the hope is that it'll happen. And yeah, I mean you're going to look at uh, you know as it was when he uh, you know made the tour after the Olympics the last time around. Um, you know in terms of the uh, uh, you know in terms of the um, the crowds and those kind of things. And now with his popularity through WWE at a big night on TV, I guess the other night where he beat up a whole bunch of people. And, uh, <laughs> um, and so I think that, uh, that, you know, it's good for college wrestling as well. You know, it surprises me a bit because I always thought that high-level wrestlers like Stevenson uh, sometimes look down on the professional wrestling because, I mean, let's face it, it's not wrestling, it's entertainment. Uh, but but he's really embraced it and has been, I haven't had a chance to see him, but I'm sure he's dynamic uh, in there. And, and I would think he'd be pretty good at probably playing the, the heel a little bit. I, he's probably not doing that since he's an Olympic gold medalist. Uh, but, but it seems to suit his personality to be in the WWE. Yeah, you could tell that he was even himself grooming himself uh, through some showmanship things, even as a as a college wrestler. And yeah, if you if you get a chance, jump onto social media and look for. Um, it was last week, and he he didn't. It wasn't a match. It was. So, I, I'm not sure what it was. I don't follow pro wrestling that closely. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, not 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 like when I was a young man and would watch Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, you there know, you and Hulk Hogan. But I haven't I haven't lately. Um, uh, but but it's it's still like the, those shows are still like. Um, some of the top-rated cable TV shows, I think, that are out there. Uh, so it's obviously very popular. But anyway, I saw something through social media where he's suplexing like seven different guys and uh, the crowd's going crazy. And so um, there's no doubt that he was, um, you know, grooming himself for that kind of a role, even as a college wrestler. Um, and you're right, it's entertainment, which is why he's able to do it. Um, the NCAA, um, when he uh, first signed that deal, 
Uh, he came back for that uh, last year of eligibility. Of course, he didn't wrestle last year, so that would have been two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they said, look, it's entertainment. It's not professional wrestling. Yes, you can you can sign a contract with them and uh, with the NIL, and he did. It was, I think, fairly lucrative, where, you know, be totally different than if it's a football, you know, obviously a football player can't sign with the NFL and, and call it an NIL deal. Even though it's pro football and pro wrestling, the pro wrestling was not considered wrestling as we know it so it, it it worked well for him in that case there there had been some guys including minnesota's own brock lesnar you know who went into that um lesnar also went into mixed martial arts yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of wrestlers high-end wrestlers go into the mixed martial arts but um it's not unprecedented for for um, college wrestlers to um to um move on into the wwe there's also a um a former gopher football player people remember mike rollis from edina was a was a good linebacker for minnesota i forget his stage name off the top of my head like i said i don't follow that closely but he is working his way up the ranks as well in uh, in the pro wrestling world yeah wrestlemania 38 he appeared in i was just watching a, a little bit of that uh, from the fourth of july that you were talking about the one guy he suplexed was like six seven and three hundred and some <laughs> pounds uh, so, so pretty entertaining, and he does have a little bit of a menace to him. Uh, I mean, you're not yeah. a a world class heavyweight wrestler like he is without kind of just carrying that naturally. And boy, he really does. He he's he's a guy people want to watch. He's he's electrifying. Yeah. You know, he's he's easy on the eyes, as they say. He's somebody you want to see what's going to happen next. Well, I think you know, with his um, with uh, just even in that clip that you just referenced, where yeah. he's suplexing those guys, and one of those guys is a real big guy. I I thought that his only issue with pro wrestling would be that he is not that big of a guy, a heavyweight wrestler. You think is a big guy until you get into the ring with some of those other big guys. Yeah. And you know that said, uh, it didn't appear to be a problem there. But even his mannerisms, the way he acted, the way. Uh, I mean, I think the guy can do movies at some point, the way yeah. he, you know, I mean, look, uh, remember the, you know, I'm not saying he's the next Rock, but the Rock got his start at WWE and then yep. became a guy that's making $40 million a movie. Right. You know, I don't know if Gable Steveson will, will be that, but, um, you know, <laughs> the sky's the limit, I do think, in some regard to, to what he can do. But I, I thought just even in that little clip that, that you referenced and that I saw, um, his acting, or whatever you want to call it, his yeah. instincts, his his presence, I guess, would be the term I'd use. Yeah. Uh, was pretty was pretty apparent. I thought. Yeah, and he's a handsome guy, you know. So I mean, yeah, certainly, no it could be a, a situation where he would uh, do that. That would be interesting. That's a great comparison, yeah, because that's exactly Rock. Of course, he was a a, a football player, uh, and then yeah. sustained an injury and and went into this. Uh, so I guess uh, Gable just needs to work on his eyebrows and how he can be more, yeah. you know, expressive with his eyebrows if he's going to no follow doubt. in the I mean, Rock's the, you know, the Yeah, The Rock became, you know, one of Hollywood's highest paid guys. I mean, he's still, I, I don't know when his last movie was, uh, but he, he's done a lot of them. Yep. You know, I watched one uh, not that long ago. He and Kevin Hart, I forget what it was. I just know they shot a lot of guns and did a lot of, spin outs in cars but it was um you know i'm sure it made them both a lot of money so yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, be in movies and i think even with the wwe part of it because as i mentioned some of uh, you know he he's 280 um yeah. but 280 and in, in you know next to you know some of those guys is doesn't look that big um <laughs> and so far he's only done the acting part of it he hasn't been in a match yet oh, and so I, see. I think he will be i think he will be a lot um i think they're going to utilize him 
his personality, his charisma. Um, he'll have a lot of, of uh, roles, I guess, is what I would say. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll be a primary actor. I don't know how much he'll actually wrestle when it's all said and done. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, let's talk uh, Gopher women's hoops a little bit. Uh, the men's team had their summer workouts that – are those concluded now, uh, Grimmer, the men's no, summer no, workouts still no, going on? Um, no, it's almost simultaneous. They almost share the same calendar in regard to NCAA. I, th- I forget what the actual restrictions are. I think the coaches can be around them like visit six hours a week, four hours a week, something like that. Strength and conditioning, uh, they, they can do more of that. Um, and so that will roll into late this month, maybe even early August, and then they're going to get um, uh, some time off right before um, the, the calendar or the, the academic year starts, you know, right after Labor Day. Um, and now I, I don't know exactly how Don Plitzowite, the women's coach, will handle the schedule. I know Ben Johnson in the previous two years um, gave the team – uh, much of August off, and then when they got back for for classes to start, because right now they're in summer school, mm-hmm. um, and and so that's all part of it. They're on campus, they're, so you know it used to be they could do nothing during the summer, but coaches wanted them around to work out in the weight room, and then take classes to continue to help get ahead. And and uh, you know when the season's not in, this is a chance to to get some credits. And the coaches finally talked the NCAA into, look, they're already on campus. They're already working with Let, let us work with them a few hours a week. Yeah. And so, so they're doing that. But, they, they, you know, they don't want to make it totally, um, that the, the, you know, we're a full-time uh, athlete, even though they really are. Um, and, and so, yeah, uh, they, they have a similar schedule in terms of the, what the NCAA allows. And then um, they also, it used to be they would start practice, I want to say, when were those midnight madnesses? Remember those yeah, always with yeah. Uh, I think late October, usually it was like the last Friday of October and Indiana and Kansas and Duke would have those midnight madnesses. Well, those are no longer there because now um, they're, they changed this rule a year or two ago where um, they can start practicing now, I think it's eight weeks ahead of the season, so almost two months. So they okay. can start practicing in September. However, they're limited with like 15 or something, so maybe it's twice a week, you know, three times a week. We'll we'll, I, I, we'll have more details on that certainly, but they're they're all on campus, they're all working out, and um, I think both the men and the women are excited about the prospects of their season. Unfortunately, uh, often the only real news that comes out of these summer workouts is bad news, especially the yeah. Gopher men have had that the last couple of off seasons where they've had guys get injured. So far, so good though. Everybody's still on uh, healthy legs as they continue to work out, which is certainly good news. Yeah, no doubt. Knock on wood. And, you know, we um, talked with Ben Johnson. Uh, they had a little media availability with him a couple weeks ago. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he talked about that they finally have what he would call a full roster. You know, it takes a minute to, uh, between injuries and everything else, they're, they're, now, they're, now they're full. And so he's doing a lot of small group workouts and then we talked with Don Plitzowite last week, and um, she talked about the fact that um, these are important practices for her because they're, um, that, you know, in a first year you want to implement your system, your culture, and, and all those things. Now, Mara Braun played in that three-on-three world championship. She'll have another. They won the whatever region in – I think they were in China. I think we may have talked about that briefly last week. And yeah. then they'll have the – finals of that tournament in august so she's not around as much as the rest but i think that's fine because i think anytime you get a player exposed to worldwide competition they're just going to get better they're just going to sharpen their skills and 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 it's a good experience and so i think those are those are all 
pretty good thing. And those women, I, I think I joked with you last week about this, they're going to Greece and Croatia for, for yeah. a schedule of workouts in, in August. And I don't know, I'm thinking you and I should go do the play-by-play of those games to go to Greece and Croatia. I'd August, be fine with that. Yeah, yeah, we should we should try to figure out how to hop on that flight. I know, right? I've heard there's some yeah. beautiful golf courses in Croatia. You think we'd have time to sneak in 18? We could, we could, uh, we 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 could absolutely. If we go, there's definitely time on those trips to do things. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> hey, uh, also uh, the uh, Gopher women's basketball team has a player, and boy, her name escapes me right now. Six-five uh, player from uh, uh, in-state. Uh, she had to sit out last year at North Carolina State, and now she's eligible. Yeah. Hall is her last name, I think. Hart. Hart. Hart that's yeah. right. Sophie's. Yeah, Sophie Hart. She's from Farmington, Minnesota. Yeah. Um, ironically, uh, I went to high school with her parents oh. in Iowa, and her dad uh, and I were classmates at Luther College down in Decorah. He's a couple years older than me. Both her mom and dad are, are from uh, a town called Manchester, Iowa. That's my hometown. They were both a couple years older than me, two years older. Um, but uh, her dad, Tom, and I were classmates at Luther College. He played basketball there. And her mom, Jolene, was a track runner at Loris College in Dubuque. So, um, and Tom is the track and field coach at, uh, at Farmington. So she has, you know, some athletic background for sure. And I think she's very excited. And she, remember, she committed when Lindsay was still the coach. Yeah. Uh, that was, um, you know, NC State is where she went. That was the team that was close to the Final Four her freshman year. I think they made the Elite Eight. And, um, and they just were really good, and she was having trouble cracking the lineup for any consistent minutes. And um, and so she decided to transfer middle of the year. And so the middle of the year thing, you could she could have played, but she would have only had a half a year. So she just sat out that year so that she would get the full year. And then Lindsay, you know, was it was no longer the coach, and so there was a, a minute where like, oh, is she gonna, you know, what's gonna happen here? And and uh, she's gonna stay, and she's had a good summer. It sounds like so. I'm excited to see. Uh, what Sophie Hart, you're right, six five center, good athlete. What uh, what what she can do here, and the Big Ten in women's play is just going to be unbelievable again this year. Caitlin yeah. Clark is back at Iowa. Uh, Maryland's always good. Indiana returns just about everybody except Berger, I think, who was one of their best players. But they, you know, they continue to hit the transfer portal well. And I saw Caitlin Clark, by the way, the Iowa guard who who kind of lit the world on fire during yep. the NCAA tournament last year. She played in the pro am yesterday at the PGA event in the Quad Cities. Yep. And um, I follow some uh, some guys from Iowa on on Twitter who who are reporters that have covered that event for a long time. They said the gallery following her was the biggest gallery they've ever remembered at that event. Is that right? And it was it was the pro am. This yeah. isn't the, like the tournament started this morning. Uh, with the real golfers, but that's what, and, and I guess two or three weeks ago, she was signing autographs at the Iowa Cubs game, and people started lining up at 6 a.m. for like a 7 o'clock game. Isn't that so something? So she's going to, they're going to sell out, I mean, and, and that's the one thing with Gopher women. Remember, they have Paige Beckers coming to town, UConn yeah. plays at the barn, and then Caitlin Clark and Iowa will play at the barn at, at some point. I, I don't think the dates are still set yet for that, but, um, and and it'll be fun to see if the Gophers uh, can hang in and 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 potentially uh, pull off an upset or two with some of that, but um, they're going to need everything they got in this league because the Big Ten was great last year and it's going to be good again. It, it's the top women's basketball league, isn't it? Uh, the Big Ten. I w- it, it, it was last year. It has not been, frankly. Um, you know, although and as it turns out, the SEC wins again with LSU upsetting Iowa in the championship game. Yeah. Um, you know where LSU. <laughs> 
hit like uh, seven of eight threes in the first half. They had a girl, I'm trying to remember, they had a player who hit like six threes in the first half, and she had made two since January. So sometimes you just, it's, yeah. you know, Lightning uh, strikes. it's somebody's day. Yeah, yeah. It's somebody's day. And, and look, that LSU team is going to be uh, probably the favorite to win it because they've hit the portal and they've got unlimited resources down there with name, image, and likeness. And um, some of that SEC stuff is crazy. I just saw the Tennessee baseball program is going to put $100 million to renovate their baseball stadium, $100 million. Wow. So, I mean, the money that some of those SEC teams have, is it's in a different stratosphere. Uh, but anyway, uh, the Big Ten has been okay in women's basketball, but last year was, was easily their best year. Maryland has been the class of the league for a long time. Iowa has been good, but not as good as they were last year and probably not as good as they will be this coming year. And Indiana has kind of come on strong of late. Um, Ohio State has had its ups and downs, but they, they, they're going to be really good again. They were ranked as high as third last year in women's basketball, and I think they were in the Elite Eight as well. So um, it's going to be, yeah, there's going to be really good teams coming through Minnesota, and the Gophers will have to have taken that step to, uh, you know, to have a shot. Grimmer, thanks so much. We're going to miss you at the Pro-Am uh, today, but uh, I'll visit with you a little bit about uh, that maybe next week, and, and we'll talk more Gophers and, and Twins. They're actually throwing complete games these days, go figure. Uh, thanks for joining yeah. us here on the podcast. I appreciate it. You got it. Sorry I'm missing the golf. Tell uh, Greg and Jim and Scott and everybody I said hello, and uh, hopefully next year I'm back. Will do. Uh, Mike Grimm joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.